0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do do so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, how much do you owe my master? He replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another the steward said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If therefore you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters. So this is one of those gospel readings that I think over the years, every time I hear it, I just say like, uh, I don't really get that. So this dishonest steward is brought for squandering his master's property, and then he like writes these promissory notes, giving everybody a discount on their debt. It seems like the master would be more upset with him. But the master commends him for making friends with dishonest wealth. And so I was reflecting on like, how this steward might have squandered his master's property. And so people who do accounting, like they can often like, swindle people in two directions. <laughs> right? They can collect from somebody, but not actually like, turn all the money over to the master. Or perhaps he had had this practice of always sort of inflating what he was collecting from others and keeping that for himself. So if somebody actually owed 50, he says, you owe 55 this week, keeps the five and turns into 50. And so over time, you accumulate wealth, but it's all at the expense of someone else. And so perhaps in the moment of being caught, it moves him to make those relationships right again. And so he goes to all of the debtors and writes them a new promissory note accounting for what he had maybe overinflated. In other words, he makes right the wrong that he had done with those people so that when he loses his job, because he's going to lose his job, he's welcomed into their home because he'd reconciled those relationships. And our Lord makes the point that, like, sometimes it, we're more moved to reconcile those relationships when there's a big consequence that's coming our way, we're or more, we're more moved to reconcile those relationships which are sort of easier than reconciling with the Master. And sometimes, when we don't have consequences, it's really difficult for us to reconcile those relationships. Because it might seem burdensome or it might seem scary. This, like, struck me really profoundly once when I was, I was at a conference with a lot of evangelicals and um, and I gave a presentation, and after my presentation, there was somebody who came up to me who was like a Southern Baptist, and he said, I told my friends I would do this if I ran into you, and now I'm running into you, and I need to ask your forgiveness, because when I saw your name in the program, I just really wanted to hate you. And you gave one of the best presentations at this whole conference. And so I'm asking your forgiveness. Like, it's my stuff. I used to be Catholic, and, like, I have a lot of baggage with the Catholic Church. But what you said really affected me. And I reflect on that a lot because I think that... I don't know if I would have the courage to do that. To just go up to somebody that I had made an kind of interior judgment about and reconcile that. I think sometimes, because we're Catholics, we say, man, I was really judging that person. I better go to confession. And we go to confession. And we seek that reconciliation there. But we don't take that extra step of going to the person. We don't take that extra step of like, putting those relationships right. And the Sacrament of Reconciliation is an amazing gift. It's a wonderful gift. It's beautiful. It's, it's fundamental to our life with our Lord. And we should all practice frequent confession. But there's this other dimension that's also about reconciling with our neighbor. And seeking to be peacemakers with our neighbor. And hopefully, as that grows in our own hearts, it becomes easier to do. And the more we find ourselves in union with our Lord, the more free we are in taking those risks to reconcile with our neighbor. And sometimes we have this grace, we have this grace of consequences that leads us to reconcile with our neighbor. But the goal of the spiritual life is to get to a point where we don't need those consequences, we sort of automatically go and immediately make peace with those around us. And when our Lord began the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes, he speaks of all of those things that, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God.
1: And there's a way in which this
0: dishonest steward is being merciful so that he obtains mercy. And being merciful begins with being merciful with the normal everyday people around us. And so today let us pray that, that our Lord give us the strength and the courage, the transformation in our own hearts, to be peacemakers, to be fearless in seeking reconciliation where reconciliation is needed, whether that's with a family member, with a friend, with a coworker, that we may truly be found trustworthy, that we may truly be found Worthy of those greater things, those greater gifts that our Lord wants to bestow on each and every one of us every single day. That we may truly live out the Beatitudes in our life every single day. And be images, be signs, be children of God who radiate our Lord's grace and love and mercy to each person that we encounter.